0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. The Chemist Warehouse Mayhem Sale and find up to half price off Maybelline and L'Oreal Cosmetics. And Kogan Mobile, New Zealand's cheapest unlimited prepay plans. Visit koganmobile.co.nz.
2: This is Izzy and Kempe for breakfast on SENZ. Busy and Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Thursday the 19th of May. It's just after 6 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in this morning. Big show coming up. We're going to talk some golf shortly after 7 o'clock. We're going to head over to the US and talk to Ryan Bellangi. He runs the golfnewsnet.com website. and We're going to have a chat to him about Uncle's JT, Justin Thomas, how he's tracking I'm on Morikawa, Spieth, Tiger, Bill Mickelson's not returning, the defending champion. Lots going on anyway over there. So we're going to head over to the U.S. and have a chat about that. And then at 7.40ish, men's netball is gaining some momentum as the Stars versus the Mystics will go at it again. Mystics winning the first game in that competition. They're going to go at it this Sunday. We're going to have a chat to Timmy Upisait, who will join the show as he prepares for round two of this showcase event taking place on Sunday. And then after eight, we're going to have a chat to Craig Cumming. React to the retirement of legendary Katie Martin, 19 years at the top. She uh, announced the news yesterday that she is going to retire from top-level cricket. And uh, we have a reaction to that. She plays for Craig Cumming's side. I won't tell you which side it is, because that's one of the quiz questions. But uh, he's playing with... uh, Craig Cumming has coached Katie Martin, so he'll know all things about her and what she's going to get into going forward. And then we'll have a chat to him about the Black Caps England series. English Test side was named yesterday, and it's great to see some old names back. Sure, Broad, Jimmy Anderson, Baz Skip McCallum has shown faith in the old timers over there. I know when they got a drop from the ashes, he couldn't believe what he was seeing. Ton of experience, ton of wickets for the English lighting, anyway, we'll have a chat to Craig coming about that, that is our show for the day, We'd love to hear from you on the Hire phone line 0800 150 811, or even give us a text on the temper bedpost text machine, double eight, double three, I'll head over to Auckland and say day to the team, Louis, Kempi, Joe, Kez and Aroha,
1: morning team. Morning, Izzy. Good to see you back down the studio, mate. Done uh, up to to of obviously, with the with the uh, the games of golf and the clubs, mate. All back, put back in the garage, are they?
2: <laughs> yeah, ah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna head back next week. Um, so yeah, they're, they're back in the back in the garage. But you know, it was a good day. We just um we were just doing some things at Sherwood Golf Club, and uh, I gave. I know we're gonna talk about it soon, but I gave the. The builders there that I gave them those tips, Uh we got, we missed the first leg far and away, um, but I told them about Koshu and uh fiscal run, fiscal fun, and wow, mm, they were very happy. They they pretty much packed up all their tools and left straight after they won. So um yeah, the the boys were had a had a wee fill up, but no, it was great to be up there. I got home pretty late last night. And, oh man, I had a horrible migraine. I don't know if you do had a migraine, had a migraine. Had more Ooh. than one, yeah. Ooh, Not nice. Oh, man, they are nasty. They are nasty. So when I was just about to take off from Whangarei in the plane, I just, I felt it coming on. I had this mean little blurry eye, and that's when it starts. I'm like, oh, no, nah, please don't. Please don't. So I get this blurry eye, blurry vision, goes across my whole eyes, and then bang, the, the worst headache and nausea. You could ever think of um <laughs> for about two hours two and a half hours on the flight <laughs> oh Harzled. man i'm just gonna wait to get home it was uh it was a it was a long fly home but um got home and uh great to be home and ready to rip into a big show today lads so uh well done on on your tipping louie i know you, you you're up and about you know you, comp, you you shared all the all the evidence on on the on the twitter and everything like that mate so you had a wee fill up eh?
0: i did I did, is he um Just multi them together. Fiscal fund right. kosher, and far and away. <laughs> He's got a headache. <laughs> He's got a headache though, is you got a headache. you got a bone to pick with a TAB. Oh, no, it's just the deductions are always going to sting you, aren't they? I mean, it's not my fault that trainers take their horses out of the race. I wouldn't have tipped the horses if I didn't think they were going to win. So I obviously thought they could beat everything in the race. So you just cop those deductions, which were bigger than I thought they were going to be. Mm. But you can't quibble. Mm. I think I had a $40 bonus bet on that returned about six fifty. So, I mean... It is kind of funny when you toil all day on a Saturday, you go up, you go down, you spend five hours on the tools and you finish about where you started and then you have one lazy throw at the stumps with a $40 bonus bet that was left over. <laughs> on in, a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. And you have a fill up. So um, Mike says, just want to say thanks for the cheeky fill up. Great tips. Hope Daggy got some of that too. Um, I think he has headphones uh, off. <laughs>
2: yeah, I took my headphones off. Um, but then I went back through and I missed the first one when uh, you said bang, and I was like, should I? But no, nah, I, I forgot about it, and then I told the guys, I said, oh, have a look at these ones. They might win, and then they put a multi on, and they won. So they were up and out. I stayed off, as obviously, because it won. <laughs> it, it's out it one. I stayed <laughs> Thank, off it. Thanks, so <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But fiscal fun, mate, 450, 450 on the title, that's that's a not just a fill-up. That's a hell of a full, full trailer load, mate.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it is actually really satisfying. Ah, um, oh, you don't like to revel in your own success too much, but uh, yeah, I it, it, it is. It's. It was really satisfying because I don't. I mean, we've got, we've all got full-time jobs here. My full-time job is I don't run a tipping service. So it's actually kind of hard to – tipping's hard. Actually, punting's hard. Nobody really wins punting, let's be honest. Punting's really, really hard Yeah. if you want to do it consistently. Tipping. I've got so much admiration for those guys and girls that are tipsters and they tip consistently and they have winning um, returns. It's so hard. And the reason it's so hard is because it takes so much time and it can get you can lose mm. the love of it really fast. So I'm not one of these people that sit there and go through all the form the trial form um, if, if I, you know, I do form for a Saturday or maybe a feature meet during the week that's fine, that's okay, I, I enjoy that but I don't do it that often and I don't sit there and go through studiously through all of the, the synthetic form but I don't know why I just decided I would <laughs> on Tuesday, I just decided mm. I had a couple of hours and I'd just have a look and fiscal fun was just one that jumped off the paper I mean, lightly tried, had a good barrier, it was fast, I kind of thought that Courtney Barnes would just get it to the front and, and use all the petrol she had knowing it was only a 900 170 meter race, and if it was a thousand and fifty, she probably gets beat. So, yeah, occasionally when it all comes together, you feel good about it. So, I hope people, you know, and it's a it's a tough old game because you some days you'll listen to me and you'll take me my tips and you'll lose and you'll be like, no, nah, he can't tip, and I get that because it happens to me as well. And. And I, I know that's the that's the fun or the not fun side of punting is sometimes it, your mates get on and you don't and and vice versa and look basically I'm not doing it to get rich I just do it because I like it and my mates like it and it's a kind of a fun pastime but occasionally when you get it right it's very satisfying, yep.
1: Yeah, none. You got it right. I think you should stick stick to that job and just pick the odd two or three on a Wednesday, mate, and hand <laughs> them over. I'm quite ha- I'm quite yeah. happy to have a little full up as well. So. <laughs> yeah, I, um, You've had a good couple of days, eh, young? Oh, mate! I'll tell you what. I went from Saturday. i uh, like, yeah. You know, I just said, I just said to Louis because I'm taking the boys out for lunch. As you know, what with the um, just say thank, yeah. just say thanks for the show and what they've done since Christmas and that. So I've got the boys in the kitchen taking them out for lunch. And I just said to Louie, mate, plenty of money in the lunch account. <laughs> We're going for a decent lunch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what yeah. are you thinking, Louie, What are you What are you thinking, Uncle? What kind of cuisine are we? It's not actually up to us, is it?
1: I gave it to Joe. I gave it to Joe, mate. Like, you know, Joe's got this big party on Saturday night. He can't think of
0: anything else. You know what I mean? He almost didn't lock any guests in today. He almost just decided that we'd just do three hours by ourselves. (laughs) So, you know, I don't know about Joe.
1: Knowing Joe, he's going to probably take us to some, like, corner joint that he goes and gets his $2 noodles from. And and I'm okay with that because I'm paying, so... (laughs) <laughs> you're
2: gonna go have peanuts, mate, and bread and butter. That's what you're gonna have. <laughs> what are you thinking, Joe? chicken and chips at the uni tuck shop.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. I've had plenty of those too. So I'm quite happy to go to the uni tuck shop. Joe's a Wednesday, two bucks, two bucks all you can eat.
0: Yeah, they got a special uh, budgie deal for students. I reckon we can pass off a student, or not you can be, but the rest of us could pass off a student. <laughs> <laughs> Bludging off society, Joe. Did you have a did you have a bet yesterday, Joe? No, of course not. I've i forgot to place it. Yeah.
1: Forgot to place it. Here we go. It's, we're, we're trying to do some work with Joel on communication, is, so I'll let you know how that goes yeah. over the next couple of days. Hey, look, big news, yeah, out that'd, of, that'd be good. big news out of Melbourne yesterday with Craig Bellamy signing through to 2027ers. Um, I've been mm. following that story and thinking about whether or not Bellyache was actually going to throw the, throw the, uh, I guess, the, the, the towel in and call it a day. But he's um, the interesting part about this deal, if you're reading between the lines, is that he said he'll coach for one more year. Uh, and mm-hmm. I don't know whether or not part of that signing is to try and convince Munster to stay because Munster's a big mm-hmm. part of that club, I think, in the future. Um, and Bellamy's saying that after the next 12 months, so after 2023, he's going to decide whether or not he'll he'll coach anymore. But the interesting part about that is that conversation what we've had with the Warriors about putting someone in charge of a club... That you know will take them and build a club over the next 10 years. And I, look, I've been talking about what they've done down in Melbourne. Uh, Mark Murray did that for Craig Bellamy when he signed those three kids, you know, um, at the time called Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, and Cooper Cronk. And, and, and they pulled Bally Aiken and he's, he moulded them into the players they were and he's got the club that he has now. Um, I just think that, you know, one of the things that I hope the Warriors are thinking about is, is this Melbourne model. You know, like I'm not mm. not talking about we can't replicate what they're doing on the football field, but you can definitely replicate what they're doing off the pitch. And the signing of, yeah. of Craig Bellamy yesterday is, I thought was just again mm. Melbourne doing doing what they do well and 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 that DNA saying, look, you're part of the DNA. We want you here longer than than just this one year that you want to coach. Why don't you stay for 2027? Because mm. I actually think this is a life deal. I think we I think what he's just shown is he's just signed a contract for life. Your thoughts? Mm.
2: It's a, yeah, no. It's a, oh, I seen it yesterday um, that he's going to go again. Twenty-one years, twenty-one seasons he's had with uh, with Melbourne Storm. I just can't picture anyone else coaching Melbourne. Yeah, he's been there for so long. Oh, the question is, is, has he got a you know understudy? Is he someone that's you know coming through the ranks that he's kind of taken under his wing to take over from him once he steps down and leaves the game of the league? And when he does step down, will he leave? Do you see him coaching anywhere else? No, I don't think he will coach anywhere
1: else. You know, I think the only place no. that he would have gone to is Brisbane, you know, which is where he started, mm. and um, of course where he's from. So, you know that 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 connection. Yeah, you got to remember that um, Wayne Bennett, when he signed signed Craig Bellamy to go down to Canberra and play when he was playing in his playing days in the centres, um, you know, that's basically the start of that journey. He's been away from home for so long. If he was ever going to go back, it was mm. always going to go back to Brisbane. So. Um, I think, I think Melbourne is now is his life, the rest of his life. I think, yeah, you know, yeah. what, what I'm seeing, you know, and this is, I don't know if anyone else has seen it, but I'm actually seeing a shift towards the EPL model of of coaching in rugby league, where Craig Bellamy actually steps out of the coach's seat and into the director's seat, and it doesn't mm. matter who you have in the coach's seat because he's directing them all the time. And I think that's the model um, going 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 forward. I think Craig Bellamy will be the face of the club. You know, he talks heavily about the players in the background, the Frank Panisis, you know, and, and ask about the coaches. Half the coaches in the NRL are coming out of the Melbourne system. You know, the Brad Arthurs, mm-hmm. you know, you've got Stephen Kearney's been around a couple of times. David Kidwell's just left to go to Argentina. They've all come out of the Melbourne system. So I think I think Bellyache and that model... Um, you know, it's that's the future, futuristic model. And and to hear him sign mm. back into the game, mate, for, for that club, if I was Cameron Munster, Munster and that was the question on my lips, whether or not I sign, whether belly aches here, I, I reckon the next signing that you're going to read in the
2: next couple of days is Cam Munster signing that Melbourne deal. Mm. Interesting, interesting. Uncle, are you EPL, you think the manager role, someone taking off the manager role and being coached from above, do you think oh, that... Is it kind of like, well, Rassi Rasmus is doing it with South Africa kind of at the current situation. He is. Joe Schmidt. Sitting in the top. Joe Schmidt, you know. Well, Phil Gould's. kind Phil... of happening in the game the Union, and Phil Guild's kind of done it, you know. Yeah, like. Phil
1: Gould's done it at Penrith, and he's definitely doing it at Canterbury, mm. you know what I mean? He's come out this morning and he's, you know, it's really funny. He's come out this morning, uh, last night, and said, you know, actually, we're really happy with where we are. They just sacked their coach. You know what I mean? Mm. But you've got, you've got the, the conductor at the top saying, so well, actually,
0: you know, I don't know what you're thinking. We're actually happy where we are. Ken i I'm glad you brought up this conversation around coaching. Um, there's one text that we didn't get to yesterday, and I've purposely left it here. Could Razor become the Wayne Bennett of union? That was from PD. I thought that was a really interesting text from PD because Wayne Bennett, the thing that strikes me about Wayne Bennett is his longevity in the game. Razor yesterday, and and if you missed this interview, head to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast and and go to our podcast channels and have a listen to this conversation we had with Razor. I can't remember a time a coach spoke so candidly about their career span and how long they've got left and where they are. And it was a brilliant question from Kempi to prize it out of him. And I, I hope Razor enjoyed speaking to us because we thoroughly enjoyed having him on the show. Now, this question from PD got me thinking. I don't know if Wayne Bennett, but is he, and could he be Craig Bellamy? Has he got that sort of longevity in the game? Or is he someone more like an Ivan Cleary? I'm not too sure. And that's not necessarily the question I want to ask, but... Can't wait question of the day. (laughs) I love it. I actually have the question of the day, and it's already been lobbed out there. I just need final confirmation. When Razor spoke to us, he said he's got 13 years left as a coach. Take next year away. Let's do 12. Whereabouts in years 12 to 1 does he coach the All Blacks? And I put this up as a Twitter poll, and there's a lead already, but I need to have this rounded out. Whereabouts does Razor coach the All Blacks in years 12 to 1 if he's counting down his coaching career and lifespan? Is it somewhere in between years 12 to 6, so in the next half a decade? Is it somewhere in the years 6 to 1, which would say he will go and coach another international team first, definitely? Or doesn't he? Because he's only got 12 years. And a lot of this comes down to your beliefs and your philosophy on what happens to Ian Foster after this Rugby World Cup. And I would just like to throw out there as the last last little sub-question here. Even if the All Blacks win the World Cup, why does Ian Foster have to be the coach moving forward? Razor's got 12 years left to be a coach. He said that. And this could all change. But whereabouts in years 12 to 1, Woody coach the All Blacks? That's my can't wait question of the day. And uh, it's early morning mayhem. This goes till 7 a.m. today. We've got $150 worth of Chemist Warehouse goodies to give away. They are half-priced this month on cosmetics and vitamins. $150, a goodie box from Chemist Warehouse for you to come through with where does Razor coach the All Blacks and that conversation around rail coaching Kempe is exactly where I wanted to go this morning nice and early because what Razor came up with yesterday is he was fascinating and I, I don't know if you knew that about him but I thought it was a really interesting chat
2: That was a great chat, I loved it Yeah. so make sure you head over to the SCN app and uh, have a listen to that podcast if you missed it um, I know we're going to get off shortly but yeah look, it'll either be year one well, if Fozzie gets it, why does he stay on? Um, because he's that is the prize possession. And if you win the World Cup, you hold all the rights, you hold all the power. And it will be up to Foster if he wants to stay on, he'll stay <coughs> on. So that's the the whole reason. If you win the World Cup, you stay on. If you lose it, that's, uh, that's Scotty's um, option. So I see him either year one or probably around year six, potentially after the following World Cup. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking.
0: Because yeah, you can mm. break it down into fours, and I get that. So 20, mm. 20, 7, 23, yeah, 24 or 28, 27,
2: 28,
0: 28, 28, 28. 24, <laughs> yep. 28. Yep, and that would make sense. But there's only 12 years, and if you put it into, break it into mm. fours, that's actually not a long time considering that he will go and coach somewhere else, and what if they win the World Cup? then why would he leave 21 minutes past 6 Kempy mm. your answer after this and you on double eight double three or 0800 150 early morning mayhem we have a huge chemist warehouse box to give away half price cosmetics half price vitamins at the moment we've got $150 worth to give away here with chemist warehouse great savings every day